Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. <laughs> Easy for me to say, right? Well, a very pleasant good morning for you, uh, to you, or for you, for you. Well, for you. This is Patrick Timpone, and it is the last day of May in uh, 2022. OneRadioNetwork.com. Just you and I for a couple of hours. Then attorney Tom Renz will be here right around noon Central Time. And um, he's been doing great work with uh, all kinds of different legal things uh, involved with this um, COVID uh, make-believe thing. And um, cool guy, attorney, I, I think he's in Cincinnati or somewhere in Ohio. And he has some real concerns, as do many, about this uh, WHO treaty that Uncle Joe wants to sign and go into effect this fall. And we'll catch up on that. Uh, But I think there's uh, good things happening in that regard. There's a lot of people waking up and smelling the coffee with with all of this crazy stuff, which is good news, because if we don't, you know, the the lunatics who who think they run the world, you know, the Klaus Schwab, uh, Davos crowd, they're going to just keep on keeping on because uh, what do they care? You know, they got nothing to lose. They they've got all the money now and all all the control over the media and uh, and um, that's all you need really the media. And then once you got the media, then you, then you got it all because people believe what they see on the six o'clock news when they get home, which is a shame. But that's just the way the world is. We have a lot to talk about this morning, and I just checked the the. Um, 800, the triple eight number, and it is working. So please, uh, if you'd like to join the show, and uh, uh, let me know what you're thinking about the world and your life, and if there's any ideas that I can uh, uh, give to you from people that we've talked to. I talk to a lot of people, and I'm not the the sharpest tool in the shed, but I pick up pretty good stuff, and uh, I only pick up what I what I believe to be true, and then I let the rest go. So uh, if you ask me something about your health which I'm happy to, to talk to you about. I'm no health expert or anything. I don't have any credentials, but uh, they would just be my opinion and not not uh, medical advice. But people do it all the time, and I'm happy to share what, you know, what stuff that I've received from different uh, people over these last, um, I don't know, 40 years when I've been doing talk shows on health stuff. We started, uh, started doing the, uh, the health things in uh, the late 70s, 78, I believe, 78. I remember the day, 78, when I woke up, and uh, that, uh, I remember the moment when I woke up, and it was like um, um, Divine Spirit, or uh, which I now know was my spiritual master. At the time, I didn't. All I know that somebody hit me over the head uh, with a board when I was sh- shaving, <laughs> seriously, in New Orleans, and getting ready to go out about eight o'clock one night, uh, week night, and and uh, in October of 1978, don't recall the exact day. I should have written, wrote that down. I guess it's written down somewhere. And then I just woke up, and I just started saying, "What am I doing?" And uh, seriously, it was an amazing experience. And I just kept asking myself, "What am I doing?" What 
I guess up until that time, from 1946 until 78, 56, 66, 76, so 30, 30 years or so, um, I was just going through life and not really, I don't know what I was doing. Uh, I don't know, not thinking about what I was doing. I was doing my life and doing whatever felt good, and um, I guess I guess that's what most people are doing. I don't know. I, I, I can't uh, judge or, or criticize or even conjecture another people's state of consciousness. I only know mine and what goes on in my inter- inner world, and that's all I know. And uh, everybody has their own, you know, Everybody has their own state of consciousness, that, that inner world, that, uh, that bubble, that aura. And it's very simple. It sounds a little mystical, state of consciousness. What is that? But it's really not. I mean, I guess a state of consciousness would be, would be an easy way to do it. By the way, uh, uh, here's a phone number, 888 6386 if you'd like to be on the show, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com to do the email thing. Attorney Tom's, Tom Renz, as I said, in a couple of hours. So it's kind of fun. Um, if you, if one could take, let's see, I don't know how you would do it, but say you could do an audio video, an audio video of your inner world. In other words, everything that you think, imagine, believe, think about, don't think about, (laughs) try not to think about, uh, uh, want to think about dreams, hopes, desires, you know, all that stuff, our inner world, moment by moment, you know, it changes a lot because we're changing that state of consciousness. If you could, like, record that somehow, most of it's all silent. It's like what we call thinking, but it's not really thinking. It's just the mind. But if you could record all that, track it, and have a clear picture of that, I guess, and then play it back, or give it to somebody, you could say, well, that's my state of consciousness. I don't know. Kind of a dumb thing to think about, but... I think about these stuff, these things when I'm trying to, oops, when I'm trying to, excuse me, when I'm trying to uh, uh, convey some of these things in screenwriting, screenplays. I don't know. Every time I go in there, my nose itches. It's just one of those things. Something I'll figure out someday. So, nothing wrong with my nose, it just itches. So, um, and this state of consciousness that we carry with us all the time, at night, all the time, that we've had since since we were created by Big G, I don't know when that was, above my pay grade, uh, we carry this with us. This is like who we are as soul, as little light beams. And so when we Beg your pardon. When we leave this embodiment, die. Well, we we take this with us. 
Now, most often we don't remember everything from the last time around, the last lifetime, and um, it's above my pay grade to know exactly that when we leave this embodiment and go on the inner planes to decide, figure out, or have someone decide for us, which we can talk about, that you don't want to do, that you don't have to do, but if you ask, I'll explain how that works. Um, then, then, um, um, so when we come back from another lifetime, uh, other, other incarnations, we don't remember the past, right? How, do you remember any of your past lives? Neither do I. I have, I've been have, I've had glimpses of two or three of them, just glimpses. No, no big deal. Uh, a couple of them were interesting, um, but you know, it just depends on how how much you really want to want to know about them. And uh, you could work with a spiritual teacher, and he or she it uh, can can help you to uh, to see those. And if there's something there that you could really learn from, or they're trying to still work out this lifetime, it could be beneficial. But you can imagine if we. Um, if we remembered like just even one or two of them when we come back into the into the womb, you know, as soul, uh, you know, mom and dad um, play kissy face and huggy bear and uh, have a little the spermy and the thing get together and then um, soul comes in. Not sure when soul comes in permanently. Some say at the first breath. Other, um, but it's definitely in there. Soul's in there. I think it goes back and forth just to kind of check out the, the fetus and see how it's doing, you know, things like that. And um, a whole other story. And so you can imagine, though, so when, then when we do come out when we're born, if we remembered even one past life, I mean, as a little baby, you'd be crazy, right? You'd have these images of where you were the last time. Who knows if you killed somebody or they killed you or you were in a war or God knows what. You could see why why spirit is very um, careful about that. And um, it kind of drops a curtain on our past lives just out of um, compassion for us. Otherwise, we'd be bonkers. So um, that's how that works. It's very simple. It's not that complicated, really. Um... So this state of consciousness we know is what determines what happens through us. I don't like to use the term happen to us as most people do. Do you know what happened to me? It really didn't doesn't happen to us. It feels like that because we're moving along doing something and you know, the tire blows or whatever, right? And so you know, it happened to me really didn't happen to us. It happened through us. We created that situation, whether it be a, a blown out tire or, um, I don't know, audit from the IRS or think about weird things or, I don't know, good stuff. Meet meet your beloved. Um, you know, good, good, bad. And we, we created everything. So there's, there's no, there's no, um, no um, doodle. Take it easy. <laughs> Sometimes.
sometimes she gets feisty. So there's no no accidents. Absolutely, in my opinion, um, and it should really be, you know, eliminated from the dictionary. Uh, the word accident or co- or coincidences. It just doesn't happen. Um, how could it? Because we've set it all up through spirit. So I'd like to start with today, uh, as with that as a backdrop, is you may be going through some physical stuff right now. I know several people that are, um, three that are, pretty, pretty rough stuff. And I went through something last week, pretty rough stuff, I couldn't talk. Um, and I know what brought it on, but that wasn't the cause of it. And that's what I want to get into. So here we are. It is the 17-minute uh, thing after 10 Central Time. Our phone number, 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. So this is all in my opinion. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just make it up as I go, but... Um, could be close to being true. I think what is going on, big picture, is that for many people who are awake, um, they've been going through, and we're going through, have been, and will in the ne- in the future, in the next month or so some, what we think is a sickness. I'm sick. I'm sick. And in my opinion, what's going on is there's going to be some very um, uh, challenging events in physical reality, what we call the matrix, uh, politically, geopolitically, financially, emotionally, spiritually, stuff. Could mean changing jobs, could mean getting fired, could mean, I don't know, um, hurricanes, they'll probably pull off some hurricanes. You know, um, could be more monkey business, more more another variant. Um, You know, it depends on how, how um, I don't even know the word. I lost the word. Depends on how. Um, what's the word? It's not there. Anyway, depends on how much uh, uh, they really think they need to do something else. How badly they need it. How desperate. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. See how the mind just brought it right back in when I let it go. That's how the mind works. The word wasn't there. I let it go, and then it was there. See that? Hear that? That's how it works. So, hey, baby, let me let me take this off. There you go. There's your color. I'm going to set it here. She's been scratching a little because uh, it's uh, flea time in uh, Texas, but we've got some nice uh, products, Wonderside. It's a nice product that we spray on her every couple of days, and uh, 
So she's doing good, but it's very hot and dry here, and the fleas love that. So I took that collar off, so when she shakes around and scratches, it won't be real loud. So that's just a little uh, clue of how the mind works. I'm a, I'm a student of the mind, which is the software. It would be like me being a super geek for Windows 10 or something, and you would know exactly how it works. So I do with the mind. And, and as you understand that you are not the mind, you can then look at it really carefully and have fun with it like I do and use it as a tool like you use Windows 10 or 7, whatever they're on. Um, and then you can look at it objectively just like a tech guy can look at Windows 7 and say, whoa. But keep in mind and always remember, if you want, your mission, if you want, is that just like Windows 10 uh, and just like uh, Klinger, or what was the guy's name in Hogan Heroes, I see nothing, I know nothing, I do nothing. Right, what was that guy's name? He was cool, I see nothing, I know nothing. It doesn't know anything. Neither does the mind. Doesn't know anything. Just software. Just software. What goes in, comes back out. What goes in, comes back out. You can go to medical school, learn a lot of stuff, put it in the software, and then you go back to that software when you um, think you know what you're talking about. Okay? Who did they input the right information? Some would argue. Um, no. But this is what doctors think they think. But are they thinking? No. The mind is thinking, they think they're the mind, and so it goes. These are the kind of things we talk about here when I'm on with you, moi, one-on-one, mano-e-mano, or mano-e-mana. What's the girl one, mana? <laughs> Can't even do that anymore, right? Boy, girl, other, ex, curious, confused. You know what I'm saying. So when we're on one-on-one, this is the kind of things we, we talk about. Because for me, it's the only thing worth talking about because what else is there to talk about? Well, we talk about uh, you know health things, or, and um, I'm going to talk a bit about that too. Um, I'm going to be trying some. I've already begun to try some different things with my diet that may be of interest to you. Um, so uh, there are many doctors. The folks we have on, the, the people that uh, are not spitting out what they learned in medical school, Cowan and Kaufman and and Sell and Vollmer and Lando and um, Lanka and uh, Mike Stone, virologist, kind of, sort of, 
and, and other people, Dr. Daniels, Ray Pete, Adam Bergstrom, um, you know, they're thinking, they're critical thinkers. They're not, their, their mind is not running their show. You know, to a certain point, um, we all tend to uh, repeat stuff that we believe to be true uh, because we think we know it, and it may or may not be true. Um, and we all do that. Um, but after a while, um, the, the more awake we get, the, um, the more we say, well, I'm not sure if that is true. You know, maybe sugar isn't bad, right? <laughs> like I believe for a long time. And after a while, you, you really begin to understand, maybe it's not so bad. You know what I'm saying. So we all have these preconceived notions, which we've just believed them for so long, they, they kind of become like a religion to us. And, and, um, and then, oh, well, you know, I know sugar's bad for you. Oh, the earth is round, you know, whatever. It's religion. Turns into be a religion. And you know what happens when you start getting religion and politics at dinner, things don't go well. You don't want to bring those up because all that means it's a, it's a metaphor for people believe something so they know it's true so much because they believed it for so long. I mean, how could it not be true? But um, that's when uh, we start getting into surrendering to the truth and letting go of the ego and become more humble, which I work on all the time because I think I know what I'm talking about. And it's a good thing to work on all the time to be grateful for the information we get um, and not be snarky for people <laughs> who are so uh, out of touch with reality. It, being snarky is not good. But we all do it because, you know, we think we know what we're talking about and people say stuff. and Snarky is not good. So, so what's going on? Is all my opinion uh, you know, just like um just like uh, wild animals know when there's going to be a tsunami and they head for the hills. And just like you and I will know, pretty much if we're awake, of where to move or when to move, if something really weird is going to happen in where we, where we live. We will. And if we don't, this is cool too, if we don't hear it, if we don't hear God saying, hello Patrick, uh, there's going to be whatever, dripping springs. If we don't hear that, oftentimes, this really works well if you have a spiritual master working with you, but everybody's got some kind of teacher working with them, in my opinion. Some are more evolved than others, but it's another story. Then we will create situations with the help of Divine Spirit to get us to get the hell out of there. Pardon my French. You know what I mean? 
they'll foreclose in your house and you think it's a disaster when all it was is a divine spirit trying to get you out of there so you wouldn't get killed by whatever's coming. Does that make sense? So I, I think uh, intuitively that um, with the coming election, with this uh, Russian thing, with the World Economic Forum, the idea of the Great Reset, and then the financial, and you put it all together um, with um, you know monkey business, the next monkey business, um, the uh, globalist controlling uh, the Biden White House, and what they might try to do to keep them there in November, um, you know, with the midterm elections, that could get, who knows what they're gonna come up with. Who knows? I mean, they could, you know, if they really think they're gonna lose, not that the Republicans, trust me, I don't think the Republicans are gonna be saviors of the world, but it, it you know, I mean, let's give them their due, uh, being more conservative, they're certainly, uh, better chance of their protecting the Second Amendment and the First Amendment um, and uh, maybe getting not involved in this uh, World Economic Forum um, WHO thing that we'll talk about with Thomas Renz if uh, they don't control the Senate. So, I mean, politics is all swampy. Again, I don't think there's, you know, the Republicans are the saviors or anything. Trust me, it's all nonsense. But, uh, I mean, come on, just real world. I um, mean, you just if you just have to admit, if you choose to, that uh, we'd all be better off uh, with uh, not having the globalist control, the globalist control Biden, uh, the House and the Senate, so they can pass all this nonsense, you know. And this is a fact. So, do you get any what I'm saying? So uh, there's a lot of things that are going to be coming down in the next in this year. I think out there uh, that could affect you and I if we're not careful. I don't know. Possible. Um, I know I'm protected on all levels, so I don't. I'm not worried about it. But um, so I, if I'll get to it if I quit talking so much. So what I think is going on now with many people. And uh, I've seen a lot of um, um, similarities in it. Is that there are people that are getting sick, really sick. Keep in mind, what we call sick isn't what we used to think it is. We don't get sick. We just don't. Every sickness, pain, discomfort, is the body healing. And when the body heals, it must detoxify the loose particles that it's healing. And they're everywhere that we have stored. Heavy metals, um, tension, 
worry, that's most of it, worry, um, stress, reactions to stress. Then you get all the chemicals, bad food, EMFs, uh, whatever. All the stuff we're working with, with these bodies. And I think that there are people like myself, maybe you, and I know several other people, um, that are doing a little detox thing, like I did last week, it was a big one, um, to get stronger. Hmm? So when more challenging things out there in the matrix may come into our consciousness that will be stronger to just go, oh, that's cool. I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? Rather than in a weakened uh, position where we react to it and then we get sick. And you don't want to do it then. Because then it could be even worse and you get caught up in it and then start going to the doctor and then taking an injection. See, that's how it all works. You following this? The people who took the injection, they weren't strong enough to know that it was not good. So they got weaker by taking the injection. But those of us who are awake, and there's millions, knew that it was bad from day one, and we didn't take it, and we're stronger. Pretty simple, right? So generally, um, well, this is why this whole germ theory thing is so critically important. Because if, um, if we don't understand that we don't catch anything, ever, ever, we just don't. There's no evidence to support it other than a belief system that you think you do. That's all you got. No evidence. Well, yeah, I know, we all got sick because we're all in this, you know, I know we, got, we all got sick because we were in the same thing together, so we had to catch something. Not true. We pass along information to each other all the time. Families get sick together all the time for many, many reasons, not because they caught something. They're eating the same food, they're in the same environment. Uh, lots of times they just get sick because they want to support one another, and then they transfer exosomes, so they say, well, I'm going to get sick, and you're going to get sick, so let's get sick together. And it happens all the time. So you're making a correlation that is just not accurate. Again, if you have a false premise at the beginning of your argument, well, then your argument doesn't work. And that's a false premise because it's never been proven. To this day, they've never taken a so-called virus going back all the way to polio, to the um, 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 Spanish flu, AIDS, nothing. They've never isolated anything. Said, there it is, separate from you, there it is, and I'm gonna give it to you, 
and I want you to give it to him. And we'll even take some of your swat, your snot, and your spit, and your saliva, and give it to him. They tried to do it in the Spanish, couldn't do it. It's because it doesn't work like that. Everything is a detoxification. So the polio thing had to do with DDT and uh, the um, the invisible rainbow rainbow guy. Uh, who we should, we should get him on Furstenberg. Um, he he believes that a Spanish flu thing had to do with uh, the introduction of some uh, strong electromagnetic fields like radar back then, possibly. Also some um, some chemicals. Polio was about what was polio about? Um, I keep um, polio was about. I think it was DDT, wasn't it? There's no polio virus, never was. They just made it up. So what I'm getting at, if we believe that we can catch something, then we don't see how magical the body is in working with spirit to detoxify now, like I did last week, and other people I know are, three friends of mine, three, to get stronger so if more weird stuff happens, which probably will, depending on souls, everybody has free will, so we don't know what's gonna happen out there, then we'll be stronger. Because whenever we go through something, we detoxify, we get rid of damaged tissue, and we know how they get damaged, then we um, are stronger. We feel better, we uh, have more energy, more clarity, because when we let go of damaged tissue, we've let go of things on the spiritual level, on the mental level, on the emotional level, right? We've let go of those. So the body let goes too. Let, let's go, let's go too. Or let's go as well. Make sense? If you're not following this and you're interested and you'd like to talk more about it, just call me and I'll talk it through with you. Triple eight six 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 three sixty three eighty six. Email Patrick at one radio network dot com. As we're live here, let's do a break. This is one of my faves products. We now have four flavors of it. Oh yeah. Get some of this. If you've never tried it, this is from Sir Thrival. All sizes, chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, and original. Um, I've been reading a thing from a carnivore diet thing, and um, even, even the carnivore people, and they're pretty hardcore, I uh, think that this is a great product to have. For my first meal of the day, I like to make a blended drink, and I'm always basing my blended drinks around colostrum. Colostrum adds so much creamy flavor and texture that if you don't have it, smoothies start to seem a little bit watery to me. Now I'm gonna be combining it with a bunch of other ingredients, but it really is the all-star. Colostrum has so many health benefits. Probably it's best known for its effects on the immune system. There's actually an article in PubMed showing colostrum to be three times more effective against 
flu and flu symptoms than flu vaccines are, even in high-risk patients. It's incredible for fighting flu and other viral-type infections. It's also really good for building lean muscle mass. In fact, it contains all 89 of the known mammalian growth factors. It's also very good for the gut lining. So people who suffer from things like Crohn's, IBS, uh, leaky gut syndrome, a lot of those folks are using colostrum in the regenerative process to heal and restore their gut lining. And one of the things I love about it is that it's a complete food. So colostrum contains everything a mammal needs to thrive. It contains all of the essential amino acids. It contains all of the essential lipids or fats. It contains all of the essential glyconutrients. Those are essential sugars that we need for our immune function. So it's got all of that and all those growth factors, which means this is really a complete food for human beings or for any other mammals. Tastes great, it's got the fuel I need to get through the day, and it's got all those added health benefits thanks to the colostrum tube. I'm just thinking I, I need to, I will, I could actually go down now, try to do another commercial, and uh, look at the shelf life on um, colostrum. Be a nice food to put by, you know what I mean, put by. <laughs> In case these people get really crazy and want to try to starve us out, you know? <laughs> you never know. Uh, but let me go down and look. And um, I'll grab one of the... I've got all four flavors down there. I'll grab one of those and um, see what the shelf life is on that, on that puppy. This is uh, this also from Sir Thrival, one of my favorite things that I take every day. Hey, you guys, you dudes. Uh, we recently talked to Daniel Vitalis about testosterone. So many men today are reaching an age where they begin something we call andropause, and this is the equivalent, male equivalent of menopause. So we know women go through menopause, but less understood in the mainstream is the idea that men go through andropause. And so they hit a certain age, but men start to really drop off in their hormone production. So what a lot of people are using is drug forms of hormones. And as always, when you extract a drug and you give it to somebody, you create more imbalance. The drug is found usually in nature, but it's found with a suite of other substances that support its metabolism and keep our bodies healthy. So one of the medicines on our landscape that can be incredibly useful for this is the pollen from pine trees because it helps to increase those anabolic hormones in the male body and helps to keep a, a male whose hormones have naturally started to drop up. Thanks, Daniel. When you click on Sir Thrival through our website, One Radio Network, you'll see a couple of choices. The four Ps has some different herbs and a little more kick in your giddy up, and then the regular gold pine pollen is there for you. On any Sir Thrival link on OneRadioNetwork.com. Okay, we'll see if we scored on here. I just grabbed this guy, and I've had this one for, this is a kilo, the big kilo of the original thing. Let me check something for a minute, just for fun here. Huh, interesting. Let me do something here. Oh well, I won't do it, don't worry about it. Um, it's got on the bottom, 
0824. Wow. So that's, uh, what, two years from now? That's good. Let me see this one. Just got this. Uh, Daniel sent me this one. They, uh, when this is the chocolate. Not quite as big. This is, I guess, is a, these lights here. 16 ounce. I like this one too, chocolate. It's like um, organic cacao, monk fruit. Oh, these are the other ingredients. I guess they sweeten it up a little bit. Sunflower lecithin, sea salt. And the, yeah, same thing, two years. So, I mean, you could live off this if you, if you had, you know what I mean? Jelly bean, if you had to. Growth factors and got fat in there and uh, good stuff and hey. Hey. Hey, it's for horses. So here we are. We're live here this morning. It is uh, 1045 Central Time. Uh, attorney Tom Renz is going to be on with us in an hour or so. And uh, we're going to looking forward to speaking with him. It's been a while. He's a really cool guy, man. He's just cool. This is a rise from Shen Blossom. Man, guys, this product. It's a good thing I take cold showers. I'm serious. This is called a rise and it's for libido, testosterone, and strength, but also helps sleep. And uh, if you want to juice that up a bit, uh, go to our uh, Shen Blossom on the front page of One Radio Network. You see it there? And get some of this product. It's called Arise. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, so I want to talk... I won't mention any names here to protect their privacy. Over the last month or so, I've been musing on the air, talking about my screenwriting, and we're really beginning to get a little action, you know, from different um, screenwriting or film festivals, screenwriting contest and we actually won one for um, the Andrew Goss you'll get me crying here um, creation the real world of money and um, uh, the real world of money is what it's called it's a great story and uh, inspired by Andrew who taught me uh, how this stuff all works for 25 years, and uh, we actually won. Uh, it was a Los Angeles Independent Film Channel Festival thing, and we won the best screenplay, which is pretty cool. And then we've uh, placed in, uh, I think, about four other ones, either quarterfinalists, semifinalists, um, things like that, finalists. Um, I don't know if we've had a finalist finalist. We haven't won any other ones. This it's good, you know. It's a good, um, uh, it's a good um, 
motivation for me to to know that I'm on the right track. I've got I've got the chops to do this. I've been working and learning it for a long time. I put a lot of time into it, and I love it. It's just like the most favorite thing in my life to do. And um, and these screen, these contests, they get like thousands of entries. So even to come in as a quarterfinalist, you know, the top ten percent or something is pretty good. You know, when you got a thousand people putting stuff in there, and these are read by you know by by people that have read a lot of screenplays. And so, uh, and I study, I study movies and I read scripts and I'll study a movie and be reading the script along with the movie. And, and uh, Aaron Sorkin, who's one of my heroes in screenwriting, um, The American President, A Few Good Men, um, um, Jobs, Steve Jobs movie, Molly's Game, uh, Social Network, um, I think he won Academy Award for Chicago Seven. Um, his recent one, Lucy and Desi, or Nazis, or whatever. He's he's good. Yeah, he's good. Anyway, um, I've watched his master class about five times. You know, this is how you learn from people that know what they're doing. You know, this is how you learn. Uh, you find people that are good at what they do, and they have the results that you want, and you learn from them. That's that's how it works with spirituality, with everything. You know, it's tough on spiritual things because people get so attached to the way they do things that it's hard for them to to take advice, and that's the problem with spirituality. If they would just, if people would get uh, over it, right, and just look at it like just another aspect of life and not be so, take it so personal, they can move along quickly. I remember uh, one of my first teachers in the physical who's a very good friend of mine to this day, uh, he told me, and this was, uh, I gotta do it on my fingers, almost 40 years ago, that spirituality is no more different than um, um, teaching somebody how to fix a stereo. You just, this is how you do it, this is how you do it, this is how you do it, this is how you do it. He told me that. It's true. So, um, Aaron Sorkin, see, I came back. So he said, I get off track here, I'm sorry, I, I bob and weave, so I just hope you can follow me. Um, as long as I keep my place, I'm pretty good. Um, he said, now, when you watch a movie, he said, don't just say, man, that's terrible, that's, don't get snarky. <laughs> He said, just don't say, that's terrible. I don't want to watch that movie. Or say, man, it's really great. And then go to another movie. He said, then watch it again and figure out. I love this. Watch it again and figure out why, why you don't like it. Figure out. Examine it. Contemplate it. Critically think about, why didn't I like that? Or why did I like that? 
we do that with life, and it's the same way. Why do I like this person? What is it about them? Not just I don't like them, or what is it about that I don't like? You know. Anyway, so the screenwriting thing, back to then the detox. So, um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. I, you know, I'm really excited about it, and this is where I'm heading in my next career after being on the radio, um, radio broadcasting, whatever, uh, for over, I mean, think, I guess we're working on 50 years? No, 68. Yeah, 55 years. Uh, so I started saying things like, and I'm got to be careful when I say it, but I don't, I'm not, I don't really mean it now because I learned my lesson, but it's what I needed to do to do the deal. So, so, so you understand how we help create these things. Over the last month, I kept I was saying things like, you know, I really am getting tired of talking. I was just trying to kind of smooth the way and begin to pave the way for me not doing this any longer. You know, I mean, even if somebody gave me a million bitcoins uh, tomorrow to go into business to be making movies, I would probably still do a show every week. I don't know. Such a ham, I'd probably miss it, you know. Be fun to do once a week. Anyway, uh, so I've been kind of, just kind of laying the groundwork. Um, and you know, someday I'm gonna be, I don't know when it's gonna happen, I'll probably not do this anymore. And um, so I, I use this term several times, maybe three or four times. I'm really getting tired of talking. So then um, last Monday or Tuesday night, one of those nights, um, I don't know what happened. It was like this. I just couldn't talk. It was like, that was it, right? And you heard a couple of the shows we did on Wednesday with Stone and the fellow running for uh, for governor, who I really liked, and I'm still not all the way back yet, but um, uh, I just couldn't talk. So it was kind of like uh, it was twofold. Kind of like God's way of saying, okay, well, if you're getting tired of talking, just don't talk for five or six days. Be good. But also, and just as importantly, it was the, the, uh, the catapult of a detox thing that was like crazy. So Monday or Tuesday night, whatever night it was, let's call it Tuesday night. I did a sauna as per usual, about eight o'clock. Took my cold shower, went to bed, woke up a couple times, you know, like I usually do, and then I did about three or four four hours straight, from maybe I don't know four four to eight, four to seven, something like that. And I, when I woke up. My entire bed, I mean, it was like wet. The amount of detoxification sweating that I did that morning was like, I mean, the sheets were wet. I was literally soaked. Isn't that crazy? And I had done a sauna, like I said, you know, five hours before. So a dear friend of mine find out this morning that that's what happened to her. Woke up, 
She said, I must have sweat a gallon of water. Then we have another listener, so that'll go unnamed, who's quite awake, that has been doing the diarrhea thing for a while. See, we all do it in our different ways. But obviously there's a lot of stuff that she wants to trying to get rid of. Uh, she could probably do it in a more comfortable way, but everybody chooses it, maybe. And then I have another person, friend, who is really sick and just feeling not good. So I don't know what's going on. So my theory then is there's a lot of people who are awake and who... Um, um, because they're awake, they're strong enough to detox now and be stronger later. It might be a good title for the show. Detox now, I like it. And be stronger later. Then why don't you put that in your show notes as a tip for Sharon. Hmm. It's good show notes, right? Detox now and be stronger later. Which is why we are great promoters of um, this relaxed far infrared sauna. Because if you do this every day, you're getting stronger and stronger, and this helps you to uh, get even deeper when you do your on your own, like I did, you know, in bed. You know, and this is. This is old technology. Uh, my mom knew this. I can recall often how when we were sick, she kind of knew we weren't really sick. I think she really never bought into the germ theory thing. However, we never talked about it because she, she kind of looked upon being sick as you're getting stronger deep down. I just knew, I just had this from her. But she would... Um, Oftentimes do a little castor oil, but not all the time. But most often, she puts you in bed and then pile covers on top of you. Right? You know where this is going, right? I mean, covers. And you'd wake up, and it was like, whoa. The whole place was soaked. And she knew it was going to happen. And she said, okay, well, you're good. You can go to school. Hey, when you have seven kids, the last thing you want is uh, four or five munchkins running around when you're trying to do everything you need to do when you have seven kids, right? Like shop, clean, cook. It's nonstop with seven kids. So if you're feeling punky doodle and you got a little fever, don't have a sauna, go to bed, get all the covers you can, and uh, watch what happens. So even the fever people that I used to be one, we used to think that the... Uh, you know, that the fever was killing something, right? 
It's just detoxification. Heats up to get rid of things. Burns it out. There's nothing to kill. There's nothing to kill. For sometimes being tired of doing the show, I don't blame you. Pat, no, I've never said that. I've never said that. I said I'm tired of talking. I guess it's the same thing. Sometimes. <clears throat> but I'm fine now. I'm not tired of it anymore. <laughs> the matrix is getting too boring for those who know better about the real world. Maybe you could try something if you can. Moving the Friday show to Wednesday, maybe three days as radio host per week won't bore you. I'm not bored. See, it's interesting how people, they assume things. I'm not bored. There's just other things I think that's more important to talk about. And the spiritual stuff is very important to talk about. And, um, you know, so we'll do it. Probably more and more of it. doctor explains how the Biden administration is paying hospitals to murder COVID patients. Two-minute video. Yeah, it's kind of old news. We know that. Thanks for sending, but we've known this for quite a long time. Um, you know, the ventilators, they were getting so much for those, so much for putting COVID deaths down as a... Um, You know, COVID deaths down as a cause of death. Oh yeah. And it's our money, you know, the, the government doesn't have money, so it's our money. Our, We're going to talk about the whole gun thing, gun thing with uh, Brandon um, Smith tomorrow, along with Fred Dashevsky, the real world of money. Gun thing's pretty weird. Um, more and more information is coming out about this Uvalde shooting, and the more you look at it, the more you can. This thing was a, uh, you know, it was a rigged game. Whew. That's what their people are saying that the thing was set up. Wow. These people who want your guns, they will do anything to get them. Even if it means doing false flags. I'm not saying this one was. I don't want to get sued for people with their kids died, but something's not right with this thing.
polio first due to lead arsenic sprayed on apple orchards than DDT? Hmm. Wouldn't, wouldn't doubt that one. Lynn says, I got two kilos of plain survival a month ago. The date is 10-24. Cool. Yeah, a couple years. Um, so that's a, that'd be a good food to have on hand. some herbs from India. I got a little um, little beef thyroid thing here. I don't even think I need that stuff anymore. The superfood, you know, the biofood, then my Indian herbs, and then uh, pearlsium. Leslie says, I really love your show, but I just don't think I can get my head around the idea that there's no germs. Sorry. Don't be sorry. I mean, sweetie, you believe what you want. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I'll put it this way. Um, Dear Leslie, what would you, let's see. Let's say if you took that belief system and the germ theory, which you can't prove, nobody can, because it doesn't, doesn't exist, and just understand that it's just a belief, right? And why would you think not think it'd be beneficial potentially for your health and your body and your well-being to drop that belief and believe that nothing outside of you can hurt you. I mean, even if you are wrong, which you're not, but even if you are wrong and there is germs and somebody comes up with and really proves someday that there is, I I would argue you'd still be better off to believe they don't exist because you're going to be stronger just believing they don't exist. Because by believing they do exist, that weakens the body. It has to. Because everything that we believe, I'm getting tired of talking, idea, right? <laughs> Whatever, right? Uh, whatever we believe is in the body because the soul, mind, body are one, right? We talk about this a lot. You can't, you can't have a, a belief without it being in the body. So if the body believes that something can 
get it, do you think that makes it stronger or weaker? And you say, well, wait a minute. I know if the body thinks there's something can hurt it, it's going to get stronger to get it. Now that's that's really backwards logic. Not true. The body will deal with whatever comes in in its own way, in its own time, and it knows exactly how to do it. That's the only way we evolve for a million years, however long it's been. And how we're evolving now and how we change our DNA and how we're figuring out how to deal with everything. Electromagnetic fields or glyphosates. We're evolving and we're figuring out how to do it. Now we have tools like the blue shield and sulfur for glyphos and and whatever, hydrogen for antioxidants. But that's helping us to to get stronger, deeper internally as we're doing it. So we feel better, right? And if we don't feel good and have the energy, uh, it's hard to even think clearly. You know that. So these tools are great. But this, um, you know, this EMF stuff is real. I mean, I, I don't, I, I know that it's not hurting me, but you know, that's that's. The, I'm going to keep that that uh, thought form in there. I don't know what exactly what it's doing, but I have my two blue shields. <laughs> you know, I trust God, baby, tie my camel, and I got my little guy here that I take with me. Maybe that's why I know it's not hurting me because I got these guys. I don't know. Nobody knows. Carry this guy with you, blue shield. Put this in your purse or pocket. Take it with you when you're coming up to 5G towers in, in the city or cell phone towers. And then the, the cube, put that baby in your in your home. And it goes out 90 yards. It's right on our website. Use promo code 1RADIO, 10% on the blue shield. Here's a picture of it. It's cool, man. It works. Now this works on the cells in the body. So it helps the cells to, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I, I think it's more, it would be more of a uh, scalar kind of a thing and scalar is, is spirit. So it's kind of working spiritually, I think. I think that's how it works. So um, it just helps the body to resonate in a more, hmm, I don't know what the term would be more water here <clears throat> in a more in a stronger way to massage these uh, these EMFs from your Wi-Fi or cell phone towers and we also have stuff coming in you know from the wires in the, in the uh, in the walls too that's called white noise or dirty electricity that Dave Stetzer talked to us about. So I really think you'd like to get one of these. I think you'll enjoy having it. Uh, they're not very expensive. And um, just plug it in. And they, they change uh, their vibration thing every um, 45 seconds or so. 
so your body doesn't get used to, very clever, your body doesn't get used to a particular um, a vibration or energy. That's cool, right? Yeah, otherwise, if you just had the same thing all the time, the body just goes. So that's pretty cool. Call the Blue Shield, uh, promo code one radio. Thomas Renz here in about half an hour, 45 minutes or so. Not sure about the name, so I'll just leave that out. Do you have people in your family who are fighters? I had an altercation with my brother this week, and I had to walk away. I'm not even upset about the fight per se, but the lack of remorse from him, and that he doesn't even care that anyone, including his only brother, thinks of his behavior, I don't want to cut myself off from him, but I don't know how to else to handle people like this. Well, I suspect that you all got into an argument about some belief system, right? Politics or health, right? And that's always going to happen. Um, so I would, I would not concern myself with him. I would just change your behavior and all will be well. You can't change him. Um, you know, walk it back and see how the, the argument began. And again, I'm, I suspect it was about something that you believed to be true and he didn't, and you tried to convince him and he, he tried to convince you. And <clears throat> So you just stop doing that. Don't talk about that stuff with him. Easy. Just let it go. Let it go. No, don't cut him off. Just, just, just let him go. The more you love him, the more you just say, I love you just the way you are. And and if you don't push his buttons with stuff that you know he's going to disagree with, it doesn't make any sense. It's just a waste of time. The more you, The more we do that, the better our life is. Just ego wanting people to believe what you believe or what I believe. Make sense? Yeah. Let it go. Good morning, Patrick. I have a question. I would like for my husband to get off junk that we eat. Huh, here we go. Now you've already got a problem if you want your husband to do something, <laughs> but we'll continue. As in cookies, cake, pies, what is a good snack to nibble on at night after we eat and crave sugar? Wow. For solar timing, it's pretty much pineapple, yeah. Any suggestions would be appreciated. Ah, yeah, so he's got a sugar thing at night, huh? Hmm. Hmm. Might try to switch him over to a salt thing. Organic potato chips. Potatoes are good at night. 
That's a nighttime food. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I don't think sugar is all that bad for you. But cookies and cake, it's tough, and pies, and yeah, it's hard on the body because I don't think it's so much the sugar; it's all the stuff that's in the, in those products. Right? Well, just stop buying those things. You do the shopping, right? No, they were out. No more. They're out of the. Where's my cookies? They were out. Yeah, you know, and uh, maybe you could make some really good, um, good cookies with einkorn wheat flour, maybe, or almond flour, and use maple syrup, organic, and make some really good ones. And I love you for making the cookies. Know where, who knows where it will lead? <laughs> yeah, make them something good. Orange juice is great. Really healthy for them. Maybe he'd like some orange juice. Got that sweetness in there. And give him some vitamin C. I drove to Austin yesterday just to get some organic oranges. Because I love orange juice. And boy, they just don't have any here at the local HEB. And so we drove in. It was good. We had a little, nice little trip. Doodle and I. And Lewis, he invested in crypto. Uh, I, I, you know, I think I got about $200 worth of crypto somewhere. Some, maybe it's Bitcoin, I don't know. So no, not really. But I, you know, I think it's I think it's a long, long term. I think Bitcoin is going to be just fine. I, again, I don't do, I don't do medical advice or um, whatever. I mean, financial advice. But I just don't see. I don't see there's any way it's not going to can keep going. What I've learned, you know, from people who know this stuff. Boy, it's pretty low. Check me, check it out. I'm saying low, thirty thousand dollars, low. Compare. I mean, it was up to fifty one time, right? So I mean, people are calling. You know, like this is a low. Is it going to go for a while? I think it's bottomed. Again, I you know. Oh, Taylor. I haven't heard from him for a while. For Leslie. Oh, the, the germ theory. Yeah. If the germ theory were true, there would be no one alive to believe it. 
Yeah, I never thought about it like that. Thank you. It's true. It really is. Uh, this is it's true, isn't it? Think about that. I mean, because the virus would always be mutating, right? And they would always be eating people, and and people would be sharing it with each other, and nobody'd be alive. I like that. This is an attack on creation and an inversion of the very building blocks of life. What is the definition of germination? The development of a plant from a seed or spore after a period of dormancy. In other words, the cultivation of life. Biology is far different in chemistry, and the latter definitely impacts the former. We observe this with how people suffer from a chemical weapon and the dem demonstrable uniformity in symptoms. Virus is just a word ascribed to an individual not feeling well as a result of any number of toxic insults from life on earth. The term literally means poison in Latin. But yeah, this is why Patrick and others cite everything from what we ingest to environmental criminal activity for what white people become diseased. But the, hey, we can always just blame a newly discovered virus for the why, right? Indicate its biology, when in reality, chemical infractions are occurring. That's right. And I, I think he's right on and I and I believe that the the uh, um, the biggest one is stinking thinking and this can cause anything and anybody at any time to any degree. Just depends on um, the intensity and the length how long it goes on, and how intense it is. In other words, how strongly the person feels about a particular thing. Is the worry about the car payment or, or house payment like, yeah, you know, I'm getting a little behind it, but it's gonna be fine, I'm gonna figure out the thing. That, that kind of worry? That kind of worry? And how long? And you see the difference. It's just energy. And it's very powerful. And it's very dramatic when we do it to ourselves. Which we do when we fight with our brother, hint. How we hate Bauchi or Klaus. Don't do that or whatever. And we're fearful of some germ. You know, think about it, it's a soul, you, me, impacting on ourselves. Nothing there to stop it, nothing there to, there's nothing, nothing to buffer it. It's using the God energy that wants us to be happy, peace, love, and hippie beads, 
and trust that all will be well. And inverting it, as this emailer Taylor said, inversion, um, to not trusting God to make herself sick, which is what we do. This is why most people are out there sick. Because it's a spiritual issue. So if you're in some religion or spiritual path and you don't really trust God like 100%, 110, you can't do 99 because then, no, it's all or nothing, baby. I'd get another religion. (laughs) Frankly, it's not doing you any good. There's something missing or another spiritual path. What's the point? What's the point? To go to church on Sunday for an hour to feel better about life and We've all done it. I'm not criticizing you. Do something else. We don't need a a go between between us and God. We have teachers show us the way and become our best friends, like mine is. I talk to all the time. Say, set me up. Yeah, I'd like to meet somebody with this. Set you up with different things and ideas, but they don't do anything for me. We ask for healing, but at the end of the day, we uh, we work through it ourselves through spirit. But it's spirit helps us, right? It comes in all wonderful ways. Wonderful ways. This one radio network contract Timpone. We'll do a few more minutes here, then then we'll get set up for Tom Renz, Attorney Renz. So if you'd like to join us before that, rock and roll, baby. 888-663-6386. 888-663-6386. So, you know, I want to mention this. This will be fun. And we'll see where it goes. It could be, who knows. I've mentioned uh, for quite some time that myself and the sleep, the sleep angel, uh, we still have something going on. I mean, I swear, it's like, 
sometimes you just wonder. You know, you, but I'm pretty good at it. I'm very good at it. I don't whine. I never whine. I never say, why me? Never. I'm always, always, always saying I'm healing. Even when I get up at two, it's like, um, I'm always healing. It's getting better. Whatever. Work through it. But, so I've been really asking more and more. Sometimes it takes a little while. I can remember the rash I had on my leg for f- before uh, Nancy Nebraska told me about the the, uh, the clay, right? Put it on there. After having this rash for like three months doing everything in the world, it started to go away. Now, it, it wasn't the clay that did it, but the spiritual healing was happening, right? For those three months as I was detoxing whatever, but then Nance had the cherry on the cake and spirit motivated her to tell me or listen. It's how it works. It's all interconnected. So I've been I've been really talking to my teacher about, you know, this sleep thing, I, I really I really wouldn't mind sleeping a little bit, you know, more, and because uh, I have some great dreams and could have, you know, spend a little more time on the inner inner planes and would not. Anyway, so um, it's out of the blue, but of course nothing is out of the blue. A listener in Japan sent me uh, some video links to. To this fellow Saladino. Saladino, do you know him? Paul Saladino? The carnivore guy? So, you know, it's like two in the morning or something. So I'm watching this and really listening. It's funny how you get some things that you just kind of know. I mean, I knew about this carnivore stuff for years. But, you know. So I'm going to play around with this idea of um of uh of uh, of, uh, of not doing grains and nuts and seeds and um a lot of um a lot of these greens that have oxalates in there and there's quite a bit of research on oxalates and how they're just not good for you uh, which is why we cook, generally cook greens. Um, gets 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 rid of a lot of them, but not really. The more the more I really heard him talk, and then I also heard another lady who we're going to invite on about oxalates. So you know, it's really interesting how I still believe that I can eat whatever I want, and it doesn't affect me. But maybe not. You know, um, you know, maybe it's just something else I need to let go of, and so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna let go of a lot of a lot of stuff I've been doing, like even uh, almonds, Adam's favorite thing. Uh, I just load it with oxalates, and maybe they're keeping me up at night. Yeah, I don't know, but the only way I know is if I try. See. And I'll let you know. So I'll be eating a lot more protein and a lot less vegetables. 
more of a carnivore diet. I'm going to try it for till I don't, right? I'll see what happens. I could try it for a week and say, that's crazy. That's all right. You don't know till you try it. Or I could start feeling better. And plus, I'm, getting, I'm going to get some more muscles too. And I love meat. You know, it's really interesting. Uh, I really do. I just love it. I've always loved it. Uh, type O blood, they say that's a meat eater type. I don't know if there's any value to the blood type thing. But um, I've always loved meat. Always. So, might as well eat what you love. So we'll see. Um, but it also falls in line with Dr. David Jubb, interesting, said years ago that we are frugivores. Now, he, he didn't do the meat thing, but he said when it comes to vegetables, we are frugivores. Remember Dr. Jubb used to say that? Uh, which uh, the f- uh, carnivore diet people say as well, um, that if you're going to do vegetables, it's more squash squash is the best one because it's a fruit avocados it's a botanical fruit um, but the leafy greens like the kale and the collards and and uh, chard and all that stuff are loaded with oxalates and they could be you know they'll load up and there's a lot of you know there's a lot of data behind it that they can load up in your kidney and do stones and who knows uh, to affect the nervous system and We'll see. Could all be made up. These days you just never know who to believe. So the only way you know is to... But I listened to this uh, lady that uh, Saladino interviewed and really smart cookie um, nutritionist from, I don't know, what some university. And we're going to invite her on about the oxalates. So we'll see. Um, pays your money you take your chances you know but sometimes I hear people um, you know and I hear it you know and I go whoa okay And I love to change. It's one of my most favorite things. Marley Robbins says oxalates aren't bad. They're plants' antioxidants. He says intolerance to oxalates means an imbalance in the body. I don't remember exactly, but probably means uh, copper iron deregulation low seroplasm don't avoid oximates work on the body's balance yeah I don't know people say a lot of things I only know what I'm looking at I wouldn't change my belief on what anybody says but I'll try things on what people say that it must have I did a lot of morally stuff for a long time and didn't do anything for me. 
never got rid of the issues that I had. Oxalates are the plant's mechanism so people don't eat them. So I don't think Marley's right there. They're not their antioxidants. And, and, and Ray Pete talked about talks about this too. Not to that extent as a carnivore guy, but uh, he's actually doing more more carbs right now. Uh, we all try different things. Nobody's right or wrong. Nobody knows magic bullet. But how do you look? How do you feel? How do you poop? What's your sexual libido? How's your skin? How's your hair? How's your nails? That tells you what's going on, not what somebody says, what some study says. It's the body aging, staying the same, getting younger, what? Proof's in the pudding, baby. I invited the carnivore guy on. I was reading some of the carnivore book last night and he, he's got this thing about um, nightshades. And that, that, that doesn't resonate with me. I think Adam's right on on tomatoes. I think tomatoes is a good food. It's a nightshade. Now, potatoes, I got to tell you, though, uh, I was doing a lot of potato, you know, per Adam Bergstrom. Um, this is not about Adam or anybody else. This is just about me. Um, and I love potatoes with butter, but I didn't sleep well, you know. It's like crazy. I didn't sleep on potato nights as well as I did on other nights. I would keep track of this stuff. I don't know. You tell me. But man, I'm not quitting tomatoes. I don't care what anybody says about nightshades. Of course, I could be wrong. and But it sure feel like a good food to me. Especially around what hard time, Adam? Right, on noon. But folks, you just got to try. Otherwise, it's just a moving target. And you know, I I, I like extreme stuff. So you know, I'll just I'll just drop all the nuts and seeds and peanuts and peanut butter and almonds and oat milk and stuff I was doing and I just drop it all. I can drop in a heartbeat. Not attached to it. See what it does. If I come here one day morning looking like uh, I'll, I'll quit. Let me know. <laughs> it's like, Patrick, what are you doing? You don't look too well. <laughs> yeah, I know. What can I say? I don't know. I think Adam said uh, it's um, isn't there a time thing I think he's is he going on next week yeah he'll be here on Monday we'll talk about it. I think there's a time thing as far as meat as an ideal time to eat it that you can do it 
Isn't it Adam before six or seven? I don't know if he's listening. I haven't heard from him for a while. Who knows what they're doing in California? He might not have any power. I'll look at the book in the Yes, No, Maybe book, but I think there's a six or seven o'clock. So I've been eating earlier anyway. You know. What I'm trying to work on now is doing a couple meals and uh, eat everything within about a eight-hour period. You know, maybe, um, I don't know, like 10 to 4, 6 hours, or 8 to 4. 8 in the morning till 4 at night, and then not eat anything until morning. I wouldn't have to if I wouldn't get up 12 times in my night. Because <laughs> there, there theoretically is some real advantages to uh, intermittent fasting like that increases um, stem cells, mm-hmm. gets stronger, lets everybody settle down, and get set up. So, what I have this morning oh, instead of almonds, I did avocado. That's all I had, some colostrum. So we'll see. Baby, I just want to um, be here uh, with energy and clarity for as long as spirit needs me here to do what I'm going to do. Because I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do it when I'm not happy and not with people I love and I'm I don't have the energy to do what I want to do and, and all the rest of it. I'm just not going to do it. And that's why people just leave. They die, you know. And if I didn't want to stick around here, I tell you what, when you, if you get to the point where you just, on all levels, you don't want to be here any longer, as most people get when they get 60, 70 years, there's no way you're going to stick around. Your body will create whatever it needs to do to help you. Okay, go on. Go on. Move along. It's not a bad thing. That's what happens. That's why people die. They just get tired of living, really. They're not conscious of it, but they just get tired of living. Uh, they don't even have the juice, the energy to, to, to exercise or walk or you know, look at their diet or think about the things we think about. No way. Man, it's just a night, a little martini or a beer, and um, you won't. You don't last long like that. Just don't. Not so much from the beer and the pizza, uh, but it's from um, you know, just not being happy, just not having something to do, something to live for, and to be creative without being challenged. If we're not challenged in what we're doing, um, nothing happens. 
great, huh? Okay, kids, we're going to do a little break here. I'm going to go downstairs and oh, maybe I'll do these. I'll take my herbies. Drink more hydrogen water. I've been breathing a lot of hydrogen lately. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good. That uh, really rest that I had with not talking and got some good things done on uh, my next screenplay. Third one. Okay, kids, so we'll see you in about 15 minutes and uh, attorney Tom Renz and we're going to see what he has to say. He's an interesting guy. He's a mover, he's a shaker in the world of uh, um, attorney stuff and legal things and health and the courts. He knows I have a lot of questions for him. So I love you all very much. Thank you for your ongoing support. Happy June tomorrow. Fred Jashevsky will be here. Also Brandon Smith. And uh, Brandon's a gun guy and says he's crazy, lunatic, uh, fascist, uh, <laughs> woke, socialists want to take your guns, baby. Man, they're really, they're really going crazy after this Texas thing. But it won't go anywhere. Don't worry. Did you see one lady, or was a, it was a lady who was at a party? She was packing. She shot some dude before he was able to kill anybody. Do you know in Sweden? Is it Sweden or Switzerland? I put it on faceplant. Uh, let me see what what country it is. It's a great meme on faceplant. Switzerland. They had a picture. Go on our Facebook page. You'll see it. Of Switzerland. There are two ladies riding a bicycle with AR-15s strapped on their back. One in two citizens has guns in Switzerland. The lowest crime rate in the world. story is that's why Hitler didn't invade Switzerland because everybody had a gun they have a militia there he wasn't going to go in there and get his butt kicked I don't own one but just me okay um, I love you thanks see you um, in about 15 minutes Thomas Renz. Please pass on our links to everyone that you care about. Oh, I saw on the uh, news today that um, President Trump um, is starting his own streaming platform. Interesting. No censorship. We may move over there. From BitChute. BitChute's not the best. I mean, they're good because they don't censor, but we don't get a lot of extra people you know, we'd be better off on Rumble, but I haven't figured out how to make all the, make that move. But President Trump is going to do a new streaming service. So he may be swampy, and he is, but, you know, Truth Social. Um...
is doing well, I guess. I don't, I don't join. I didn't join there, but he's going to do a new service that's going to be like um, a streaming service, like a Brighton or um, a Bitchute or a Rumble. No censorship. So we'll see. Okay, kids. See you soon. Um, Ten minutes. Got to quit talking here. I love you. Uh, may the blessings... <laughs> I do love you. I do. I love you. May the blessings be. Take care of yourself. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.